I'm sure we have family members and our families, listeners, I know you do too, that you like, nope, you can't make the mac and cheese because it's not good. <laughs> You're off Listen. Just before you, whoever makes the mac and cheese, we need five references and we need about 10 years of experience with this mac and cheese. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee to Cocktails, a conversation between two friends that spans across the day, starting with the coffee that wakes us up in the morning to take care of business, to the occasional cocktail that lets us wind down and take our hair down at the end of the day. I am Nina. And I'm Kristen, and we are your hosts for the evening, so grab a drink and join us for a little kiki. Well. I think this is a good way to segue into a, our discussion, either by talking about the drinks <laughs> <laughs> that help people cope, but yes. within reason, or, you know, or getting into the topics of things that are like, you know, can be holiday stressors or maybe yes. year round stressors that are exacerbated by the holidays agree with you wholeheartedly because some of the things that we're actually going to discuss is not just pertaining to the holidays this can pertain to the entire year I mean Mm -hmm. the holidays are normally just a few weeks very heavy with the end of the year November and December Mm -hmm. but once we come out of the holidays we got to start the year over those are some of the things and some of the stressors that we'll have to deal with so that might be good January reality hit. (laughs) All the Christmas magic is gone. Well, you know what, Nina? I think that we should probably like preface this by saying, like, you know, this is a bonus episode. Because look at us, we just talking like we like we didn't just say farewell. Happy New (laughs) Well, you know what? We can we can start off with saying hello. We're back for a special episode. Just popping in. we (laughs) We thought we were finished with season one but this topic that we're discussing this evening is just too good for us not to actually bring um you know some of the tips and and trades so surprise we're back (laughs) (laughs) told y'all we gonna keep talking no but it's so um, timely the topic is. is so timely i mean what better time to do it, you know, than, than now as we approach these holidays? Yes, and, and as Kristen is mentioning, we are approaching holidays, and what we'll be discussing during the episode is around holiday stressors and how to cope with them. We all know that there's a lot of pressure put on us during the holidays with parties, gift exchange, you know, looking at your finances, Um we, we want to discuss some of these and kind of share our, our experiences. Oh, yeah. But before we get to that, you know we came with a cocktail. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> so the cocktail that we're featuring this evening is called Mistletoe Margarita. Oh, you know, I love me a good margarita. Ooh. Now, I found this. Uh, Chris and I were, were looking and trying to find something appropriate for tonight's episode and we came across uh, a margarita and we actually realized we haven't featured a margarita so why not mm-hmm. um so uh Kristen let me ask have you had a chance to make this mistletoe margarita 
I did, and I think you can tell mine is on the rocks because you might hear my eyes <laughs> jangling because I like my margaritas on the rocks. But yes. you made such a cute video of like how you prepared it, Nina, and it looks like yours is like the beautiful blended one. Listen, it was a lot of work, but mm-hmm. I got through with it. Um, I will make sure to post this video so everyone can see it. I made mine with everything that, that I found from the recipe. Mm-hmm. And for the tequila, I think I had something different. It was Jose Cuevo, but I think it was a special kind. Man, it set that drink off. Oh my goodness. I mean, it was very delicious. It was um tra- traditional tequila mm-hmm. pla- look i'm messing up the name i'll post <laughs> it but jose cuevo was the brand and mm-hmm. so the way that you make this margarita it's made with uh lime juice cranberry juice tequila and triple set yeah and there's some um mint for some garnish and i you know uh did some of the whole cranberries and and um put some sugar on those and made it real fancy. Again, we'll make sure to post a video for that. At first, I was like, oh man, this really isn't that sweet. But what I did was I had some of my uh, a salt and sugar mixture. So I mixed the salt and the sugar together and put it around the rim of the glass. I put nice. the, the lime around the glass and then um, put the salt and sugar mixture around the glass. And at first I was thinking, you know, cranberry juice is not as sweet, but it went really well with this tequila and the, the salt and sugar mixture. Oh my goodness, man. So the uh, tequila that I use with mine, child, I'm, I'm up here Googling right now to see if I can find the bottle because I <laughs> forgot the name. <laughs> but I know it's a silver tequila. Okay. And the man at the store, you know, he recommended it and it was on sale. All right now. But it's a really smooth tequila, you know, mm-hmm, as far as mm-hmm. tequilas go. And then, you know, you got that little triple sec in there. Yeah. And, you know, and it just, oh my goodness, it just works. It's just so smooth. It's it's merry. It's festive. I love cranberry juice. So this mm-hmm. is just, oh my goodness, it just fits fits my life perfectly. <laughs> This will go very well for like a holiday party if you're hosting yeah. or if you just want to have a beverage by yourself. It goes very well. I had Darren taste it and he liked it. And I was like, well, I know what we're going to be drinking for, you know, <laughs> Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> so yes. this is one of his second ones that he liked. The wine was the one with the um, French vanilla. He really enjoyed that one. And then he uh-huh. said he liked this one too. So I think okay. he liked things that are not too sweet. Look at that. We making stuff there and like I find I found <laughs> I found the one that I that I used, Nina. It's called okay. El El Distillador. Silver right Tequila. Yes. Okay. So that's we may have I, to post that yeah. also so that our listeners can can choose um between both tequilas that we mentioned or they can find their own but i don't think it would necessarily matter i think tequila is just a smooth drink anyway yeah and you pair it with favorite. everything yes i was surprised uh, i was like i like this mm-hmm. don't make it again well it's funny when you mentioned the uh the cuervo jose cuervo i just remember being in in the um store one day back home in michigan 
And there were these girls that were over in the next aisle. And just the way they were talking about all the alcohol, it was making me laugh. Because, you know, I'm a Detroit girl. So <laughs> it was like, you know, kind of like hood speak. And they were joking around with each other. Like, what you know about that Hennessy? <laughs> and then it was like, girl, y'all know nothing about that Quiva. <laughs> In the liquor store like that, they were having a good time. Yes. So when you mentioned this Jose Cuervo, that's what I that's immediately what what I thought of. <laughs> oh, that is neither here nor there. Oh man, that that's funny. And they probably had a couple drinks before they went there if they were acting like that. I was about to say they might have had a little something. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's fun. So, uh, again, you know, surprise, we're back. Um, we wanted to do a special episode for the holidays. Again, I think we we mentioned a little bit, but the holidays can be a very joyous time, but then also it can be a lot of stress mm-hmm. and a lot of unwarranted pressure that sometimes we put on ourselves. So we wanted to go through a couple of, of things to maybe share how to strive through through the holiday season yeah. and share some of our, our stories. Um, let you all know you're not alone if you're feeling this way. You know, this is pretty common. And just ways to like, you know, some people really leave the holiday season feeling like, oh, I survived that. And we want to help people thrive through the holidays because it, it really is supposed to be a happy time. And sometimes you just need to get back to the basics because it, like, even the way we have our topics outlined tonight, Nina, it brings to mind what I was thinking all day today, how the holidays sort of exacerbate things that we deal with throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if, if weight is your challenge, you know, here come the holidays with all, you know, the, the challenging food choices, you know, yeah. if you struggle with your finances, you know, it's mm-hmm. the spending. If you struggle with authenticity and all these things that we've talked about in previous episodes and the ability to say no and no one to say yes, mm-hmm. all of that is challenged during this time. So, yes. What should Kristen, we talk about first? <laughs> I was going to say great segue because we have we haven't broken out into like five different categories mm-hmm. and we can just kind of hit on each one of them and, you know, find a way to transition from one to the other. Mm-hmm. But let's let's start with what you mentioned first. You know, if you struggle with weight throughout the year, here comes the holidays, you know, all the great food, all the, you know, the festive beverages um it's a way to celebrate but sometimes it can sneak up on you you don't even realize it by the time that you're going into the new year you're like where did this extra weight come from yes so that's one thing about um i think i I read an article that talked about excessive eating and drinking during the holidays and it mentioned that we tend to put on weight during the holiday season Mm -hmm. and then it makes it harder for us to lose it at the top of the year yeah so uh, some of the things they had mentioned was um, plan some time to do some physical activity. And we talked about this in one of our previous episodes, the uh, Fry Daddies and physical fitness. We talked mm-hmm. around, you know, doing something simple, even if it's 15 minutes or incorporating something that was going to help. If it's drinking more water, maybe not eating after a certain time. 
So these could be things that you could kind of go into the holidays. It's hard, but it can be done. Mm-hmm. And I mean, some of the physical activity, I think, too, it, um, you know, a fun thing to do could be kind of, you know, holidayizing, <laughs> mm-hmm. as it were, your physical activity. So, I mean, you know, taking a, a walk after you eat to, you know, you go around the neighborhood and look at the Christmas lights. You know, just it's just different things that you can do to incorporate that physical activity and still have it be like, you know, part of that that holiday magic that you want to feel. And again, just kind of being aware of the portion sizes. And I don't know about you, Nina, but sometimes when you travel home, you know, the rest of your family can look at you like a little bit of a hipster when you're like, well, you know, I stopped eating this or I'm trying yeah. to eat more plant-based. And they're looking at you like, you ain't plant-based while you at your grandma's house. Right? <laughs> Come get some of these collard greens. They plant-based enough. Yeah, these collard greens is plant-based with the, with this ham hock in here. You know, you just eat around <laughs> the ham hock, you know. <laughs> yeah. Again, you know, just kind of being aware of what you're eating. And maybe not having so much of that pressure put on you. I don't think there's anything wrong with enjoying yourself for that day. I, I mm-hmm. always think of, for example, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas. We do um, more cooking during the Thanksgiving. You know, we get our, our ham or our turkey. We normally eat a lot more turkey than we do ham. Mm-hmm. But after like day two, I'm like, I don't want to eat this food anymore. And and the way that I grew up, it was you eat this food until it's gone. Yes. And so it would be like a week worth of man, I'm so tired. And then all the food starts to to smell the same. And eventually, I'm like, they all start <laughs> to taste the same. <laughs> like, child, I'm about to turn into a turkey if I eat one more piece of <laughs> right. <laughs> and the the food can be so heavy so I always try to not go overboard when fixing my plate especially you know during Thanksgiving mm-hmm. I'll have a little bit of each thing and then it, it'll be satisfying and I try not to go back until you know I, I have a little bit more room for more but mm-hmm. you can get to a point where you eat and you're like I can't even move all I want to do is lay here and take a nap and then take a nap for a couple of hours yes and turn around and do it again i mean i think turkey actually i always hear they put out an article every year turkey actually has some sort of chemical in it or some enzyme or whatever i don't know what what, what it is but it's some something in turkey that actually does make you sleepy after you eat it so that sort of explains it but if you're not eating turkey it also happens you get the itis yes got that heavy food on your stomach you just want to curl up in a ball and take a nap (laughs) it sounds so relaxing everybody's just full and you know just you don't want to do anything that that food does make it very very heavy but again if you're just aware of what you're eating and how much you're eating you may not have to feel that way. Mm-mm. So that is good. And then I know that we talked around our cocktails, but that also could be something just to kind of be aware of. Just use caution with your beverages. Yes. Um, you know, not even just the alcoholic beverages or the cocktails, but also like your sugary drinks, your sodas. Sodas. Your, your pops. Yeah. 
just kind of being cautious on that. I know one thing that's really big um, for me for Thanksgiving is homemade sweet tea. Mm, oh. mm, mm. <laughs> it just oh sets it off. <laughs> Ooh, ain't nothing like some sweet tea. Oh, man. Oh, goodness. So just, again, I think it's fine to indulge, but not go too overboard because you mm-hmm. turn around and you're like, again, what did this extra 10, 15 pounds come? And it seems like it just packs on so easily. It really does. And especially when you, you know, what the conversation is around drinks, you know, what I've tried to do over the years too is say, okay, I'm going to eat my calories instead of drinking them. Mm-hmm. So it's like with me for every cup of like juice or sweet tea, I try to follow it up with some water because I, I don't know about anybody else, but it's something like I can always tell when I am not drinking enough water. It's something that happens in my body and my bladder. Like just, it just feels off. It feels like I just have not, I've been drinking everything but water. <laughs> my mm-hmm. body has signaled that to me. So, you know, you can just, I mean, another thing is to the warm beverages of winter. Like, mm-hmm. who don't, who don't want to grab like a, you know, white chocolate mocha or something while you're out window shopping oh. or you so know, they, and, and that's where those extra calories just kind of creep in there. So yeah. it's just a, like, like you said, to enjoy, but just be mindful. Cause sometimes all those indulgences can just hit you like a truck <laughs> one day. Like, Oh, I've done too much. <laughs> yes. And, and then you're just like, Oh, again, where did this come from? So mm-hmm. uh, just being cautious and being mindful um, Kristen, you had said something <clears throat> before you were, uh, before we jumped into everything, kind of introducing some of the um, the stressors, if you will. Mm-hmm. It reminded me you you said something around it might be too much, the overcommitment. Mm-hmm. You said something around saying no, you know, setting the priorities. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's one of the biggest ones. If we talk about the excessive eating and drinking, that's pretty large. Mm-hmm. But here comes the overcommitment because, you know, I think a lot of Americans and maybe not just Americans, but just people in the world, they might be stressed because you may not have a lot of time to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have agreed to host things at your house and that means you got to get everything together you have to get your house cleaned, um, mm-hmm. you know, get it in a, in a way. And that could just bring on some of the stress that really isn't needed. You know, just kind of hosting overall brings anxiety to some people. But then you mm-hmm. have the holidays that come into play. And then you're inviting people over. It's too many parties that you're hosting. But you, can, you feel obligated to just host things at your house and not mm-hmm. being able to say no. Oh my goodness. I mean, that, that is a struggle The you know, struggle with not only what hosting things, but keeping your calendar together as far as like what you're invited to and mm-hmm. what you accept invitations for, it can just be really, really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I think that people, you know, I think it pays to like take a little time earlier in the year to really like assess, okay, these holidays will be here at the end of the year. What am I going to do? Yes. Um, you know, 
try not to allow yourself to be voluntold to do stuff. Because mm-hmm. in a lot of families, it's just the assumption that, okay, whoever has the biggest house is hosting Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, man, you you were hitting it right <laughs> on the head. One of my colleagues at work, we were talking about this, um, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of holidays and, and everything. She said that she was the oldest of six children. Mm-hmm. And all of her family live in the the, the Cincinnati area. And mm-hmm. she said, I'm the only one that has a house big enough to host everyone. So I will be hosting for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Ooh, and I thought to myself, man, you brave soul. It just sounds like a lot. Even though it is family, it's still things you have to do. And it's just a lot to have everyone at the house. But mm-hmm. she said her house is the biggest to to accommodate everybody. And I mean, shoot, there's one thing if you really want to do it, but man, if you're in that position and you really don't want to do it every year, you know, I I can't imagine the pressure (laughs) that one must be under to be like, oh, I don't want to do this, but my house is the main venue. Or in other cases, it's like, okay, you're the best cook. You're the matriarch of the family. So Mm -hmm. you're doing Thanksgiving. (laughs) Or if you got a mama like mine who, you know, I can often tell she probably could use some help. But my mom is like, if I don't do it the right way, it ain't going to get done the right way. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, so know, something to delegate, you know? Yeah. Perfect. That's exactly what I was going to say. It is nice to delegate. Or what you also can do is alternate who's going to host. This mm-hmm. year will host. Next year, you know, somebody else will host. And it's nice also for people to bring dishes so you don't have to be stuck with all the cooking okay you bring this you bring the mac and cheese you know you bring the cornbread dressing you bring the turkey and then everyone can you know find ways um to contribute and it's Mm -hmm. not just on one person now let me let me also say i'm sure we have family members and our families listeners i know you do too that you like nope you can't make the mac and cheese because it's not good (laughs) You're off listen. But before you, whoever makes the mac and cheese, we need five references and we need about 10 years of experience with this mac and cheese. You know, mac and cheese, that makes Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> if you don't have good mac and cheese, the entire dinner is ruined. Oh, Chad. So. Your name going to be in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not going to be anything positive. <laughs> so if you do delegate and you know, everyone can find ways to contribute. Just make sure the people that are making the dishes that are important, mm-hmm. just make sure you give them, you know, you validate, okay, yes, I've had your mac and cheese. You're good. <laughs> or no, you just bring some cream, some canned green beans because that's all you can make. We all oh, have those goodness. people in our family. We all Famous have those. last words. You know, I tried this new recipe. <laughs> No, please don't do that during Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday. Why people always want to try something new when you're like, no, just keep it the same. Don't make us your guinea pigs. No, nothing new. Make one regular, and then maybe if you wanted to bring a pan of your mac and cheese with bits of bacon and chicken or whatever, maybe you can do that on the side. But no, I'm please be traditional. Don't even bring it. Save that for when we get together on another <laughs> holiday or a random Saturday or a Sunday dinner. Stop. Don't bring this here. Don't bring it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
test it out. So, so yeah, so finding ways to, you know, have people contribute so that everything can't be on you. And then also, again, like we said, just alternating. Okay, you host this year, next year, you know, someone else will host. The year after that, someone else will host. That way you don't all have to, you don't have that pressure on you to always have to entertain. And I think too, it pays for people to like on, on every on every end to just be mindful of, you know, the person that's hosting. Usually mm-hmm. when people are hosting, they're inclined to make everybody feel comfortable. So if you ask them for help, it's very likely they're gonna say, No, just you know, sit down, whatever, whatever. But you know, yeah. make sure to at least always offer up some help to the host, you know, or maybe like you know, doing the loading the dishwasher or some small mm-hmm. thing. And then for the hosts, you know, part of that feeling of stress might be the fact that you don't want to be straightforward and tell people, yes, I need some help. You know, yeah. so make, make sure you're truthful and saying, okay, well, yeah, this is something you could do. You could chop this onion or you can do this and that, you know, just if everybody is more straightforward with their desires, I think that could, um, you know, alleviate some of that feeling of like being stressed and overcommitted and, you know, and all that stuff. So, yeah. And you also said something that we've also mentioned in one of our previous episodes of season one, it's okay to say no. So if it's something that you don't have time to do or you don't want to do, choose wisely and say no to some things. Um, you talked about the holiday parties and being invited to so many. I think it's important that we don't spend our time with company that we really don't enjoy just because of the holidays. You don't have to do that, you know? And if you say you don't have time to, to do it, just just say that instead of, you know, overcommitting and mm-hmm. underdelivering, you won't show up even say that, even though you said that you would. And I think Friends and family will actually understand, especially when you can't attend every social gathering. You only get a few weekends in these, you know, in this holiday season. And you often find that all of them get filled up pretty quick. There's something literally going on every weekend from now until January. Yes. And then by the time you get to January, you're exhausted. Yes. Trying to figure out where the time went. Mm -hmm. So, you know, try not to overcommit yourself. It's, It's not worth it. And just remember, like, a lot of times, you know, I see you You made a point, Nina, about remembering the fun. Like, in all of this, remember what the holidays are really supposed to be about. Because, oh, like, it's so easy to get wrapped up, you know, and all of a sudden you're in conflict or, you know, you're having thoughts and things racing through your mind and you've pretty much forgotten that it's, it's holiday season. Whatever you're celebrating, Christmas, Kwanzaa, you know, Diwali, whatever. It's supposed to be a happy time. <laughs> yes. And in the forefront of your mind, especially when people are static about stuff. Oh, yes. And there are things, and we'll jump to the financial part of it in just a minute. But um, for example, if you're traveling and you're, you're traveling to see loved ones, it can be stressful Delayed flights with air travel, Mm -hmm. traffic on the road, you know, going to your home to, you know, whoever you're visiting. It could just be a lot because there's so much that's going on. 
but just take a break you know just mm -hmm. again remember what the holidays are about i think for for my family the holidays are about spending time with you know people that we enjoy spending time with and then also one thing that we've established is giving back so mm -hmm. um for the last few years what we decided to do is adopt a family yeah. and uh, we do this through the salvation army and they're you know our family is so grateful um and blessed and there are things that other families are going through that I never could imagine because we're not going through some of those same things. But if I can bring a smile to someone's face and we don't, when we adopt these families, we have not, we don't know anything about them. Mm -hmm. We do this through the Salvation Army. We submit an application that says, yes, we want to adopt a family. And then they give us um, a little information about the people in the family. Last year, we actually had a family of five. No, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, a family of four. It was a mother, and I think her limbs were amputated. I think maybe her leg and her arm, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And then she had three children. I think it was 11-year-old and two high school students. And so ha they had things on the list that they liked to get for Christmas. Things like, um, you know, sweatshirts, um, shoes, perfume, mm -hmm. bath and body works, uh, you know, candles or body spray. And so we went out shopping for this family. We picked things out. We were able to wrap it and then we dropped it off to the central location. And then the Salvation Army was able to connect with those families and pass those out. That's now, I'm not sure how these families, what their Christmas was like, but mm -hmm. it brought joy to us because I always think, you know, Christmas is every day for my family. Mm -hmm. It really is. We can just go out and buy some of the things. Um, not everything, but we can buy most of the things that we like and we don't have to wait for the holidays and we just wanted to bring joy to someone else who may not have that same that same experience with mm -hmm. as we do i mean what do they always say too like even when it's not the holidays like when you when you're feeling really down when you're in your own head too much and in your own thoughts what's the best thing to do to alleviate that is to turn outward so mm -hmm. I imagine that is like, you know, even more so during Christmas. Yes. If, if you're feeling like, oh, you know, you know, just feeling like you, you have everything, you're bored, you're over it all or whatever, you know, that, that, that probably is the time to like turn outward and yeah. you know, think about others during Christmas. Cause a lot of this stuff that we're talking about, it, it, it is like sort of being in your own head and thinking about me 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 my family my family my party that 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 blah 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 you yeah. know it turning outward is something i think that's an excellent thing to suggest nina and help somebody else who you know who may christmas might be a really tough time for them yeah i mean if you can bring joy for and i know sometimes it's just like hey this is temporary it's just one day but sometimes Christmas is so big to, to families and, and Americans overall, that one day might be enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. We're, we, um, as the girls get older, I'd love to look for you know, a, a kitchen where we can serve, you know, maybe that morning and then come back and have Thanksgiving dinner after in the evening, but something to get them to realize everybody doesn't live like us. Mm -hmm. and we should be so grateful for what we have and it's nice to help others who can't return the favor yes 
it, it's, it's such an important message for kids because sometimes the kiddos can get a little bit caught up, you know, yeah. the whole meaning of the holiday season, you know, thinking about what they didn't get, mm-hmm. what Santa Claus mm-hmm. forgot, all Ooh, of this stuff. Lord. I mean, you mentioned Santa Claus. It's like, you know, Santa Claus kind of takes over as this patriarchal figure of the season. And you forget like the real meanings behind things. And everybody's so yeah. caught up in getting when it's really supposed to be the season of giving. Oh, Kristen, you are just hitting the nail on the head. <laughs> what you said about um, you know, comparing and kids looking at what you what they what they got for Christmas mm-hmm. and what you purchased. Mm-hmm. It just takes me to um one of the, the other stressors. Uh, the finances. Yes. So, you know, we can have competitive pressures from our kids, our significant others, our family members, comparing notes about what they receive. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we been in situations where someone will ask, oh, what does such and such get you? Or what did your mom get you? And you're comparing. And then sometimes you might be a little upset because you may not have as much as what the other person is, you know, had received. Mm-hmm. We, we gotta, we gotta slow down on that because that, that puts pressure on, on finances. I think I read somewhere where they said um, two thirds of Americans are stressed about finances as we approach the holiday season. So I'm sure especially this time of year when you go into stores oh man i went to macy's last week mm-hmm. that store was packed Ooh, with holiday so everything i was like man stuff is busting through the seams on the rack we got stuff on the floor i haven't seen a store be that packed in in a few years and maybe it was last year mm-hmm. but this year it seems like a little bit more and as soon as you walk into the store, you just feel obligated and pressured to buy things, even when you don't even need it. Yes. And I think that's by design. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I really do. I mean, it's just a crazy time of the year. Um, you know, and, and I think one thing that's probably driving it, too, is because, like, okay, you had 2020. Everybody was still pretty much locked down from COVID. Yeah. Not many people traveling. Last year was the first sort of semblance of normal normalcy, even though everybody was still cautious and it's the first time back out. And then mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking at 2022, like the first Christmas season that's gonna be like the ones pre 2020. Yep. So I mean, people are just going overboard. Yeah. And- I mean, Christmas in the, in the in the age of social media is different because Ooh, man. every day you hit with like a new idea and you know, yes. uh, you know I'm a Pinterest person, <laughs> so you're always like seeing stuff. Like I I got a perfectly fine Christmas tree in the garage right now, but every time I see a picture of somebody else's Christmas tree, I'm like, I need another I Christmas know. tree. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we also, um, to your point, we have an image in our minds about how we want things to go. And a lot of that we can blame on the media, on movies. You know, movies are really bad, especially during this time of year. And they have all of these holiday movies. Oh we were watching a holiday Hallmark movie. Hallmark movies. Hallmark. Uh, I mean, you got Netflix. You got Prime that are, you know, putting out some of these movies. 
we were watching a holiday movie over the weekend and um Lindsay Lohan was in this movie. It was real cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched it as a family movie. I'll, I'll get the name of it, but it was on Netflix. And, you know, you saw all of the, the nicely decorated trees and you know, mm-hmm. how they put everything together. And I was like, this is really nice. So I'm like, you like, oh, we probably need another tree. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with the tree I have. Like, tree is perfectly fine. But, I, man, <laughs> I saw the prettiest Christmas tree the other day. It was like this flocked Christmas tree. Like it looked like it had like snow on it and the lights yeah. twinkled in different sequences and all of this stuff. And of course it was like an online influencer that's like, click here to see where I got my tree and go to this see. website. And then you just you end up down that rabbit hole and oh, just setting us up. You know, I would urge people to be very, very cautious. I mean Sometimes it's really, it's cool to be, you know, it's inspo, it's inspiration, whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'd also, you know, approach these things with caution and remember that the influencers are paid to influence. Yes. And they curate a certain aesthetic. There is a person I follow. Her name is Nabella Noor. And when you see her page, like, Lord bless you, Nabella. But sometimes I'm just like, child, how do you do it? (laughs) Her her whole house is like, you know, a mixture of white cream, ecru, and taupe. Like, everything is just Mm. pure whatever. And, you know, she'll be cooking and baking. And, you know, she just had a beautiful little girl. So she's got this little baby. And, like, the devilish side of me was like, oh, honey, let's see what happened when this baby come. <laughs> we gonna be having jewel tones and darker colors and whatever. <laughs> but she still managed to, like, you know, do these videos that are just like, how? And, again, I, I want people to remember that influencers get paid to yeah. provide that certain aesthetic and show you that 30 seconds of perfection like Mm -hmm. do not stay awake at night wondering like why you know your stuff doesn't look exactly like that because please believe behind the scenes they probably stressing trying to capture this just the way they want it you know in order for you to buy whatever it is they want you to buy listen i'm i'm with you speaking of that I, i could understand what you're saying so you know we've been making our tiktok videos of our cocktails Mm-hmm. You know how many times I was like, okay, that shot didn't work. Let me start all over. Yes. And this is like 10 seconds. So I could imagine what they're doing, <laughs> trying to capture the perfect moment. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And then when you see, you know, how they put it together, it, it does make you feel like, oh, I should go buy this and I should put it together. But we have to keep in mind, you know, sometimes that could really affect our, our, our finances. And so we have, you know, some of these pressures to buy these things. And they're not really needed. I mean, this is a highlight reel that they're showing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, yeah. that's the same girl that I mentioned, she did one video last year, like, make hot chocolate with me. You know, girlfriend opened up a whole drawer in the kitchen and it ain't nothing but like marshmallows and toppings and sprinkles and, you know, bits and pieces and peppermints and stuff. I'm like, now you know, <laughs> good and well. <laughs> I ain't got no drawer that's specifically for some hot chocolate. Come on. I got a bag of marshmallows that I just bought <laughs> from the store. 
Some y'all lucky if y'all get some Swiss Miss around here. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I can I can do, you know, the I can make it from scratch with a little bit of hot cocoa, but this all we going to get. I don't have all that stuff. I don't have the sprinkles and make it look all nice and pretty. That's too much. And I'm not drinking hot cocoa every day. If you want to do that, good. But, like, really assess, is it, like, you know, are you going to be having some little... Um, snowman shaped marshmallows <laughs> on january 28th like are you no. really and they're then, going in the trash or if they haven't gotten eaten is it just me nina or like when you're in the supermarket for instance like and it's like i don't know mid-january approaching you know around the time when they start putting out valentine stuff really mm-hmm. and when i'm in a grocery store at that time of the year if i see anything this christmas that got Santa Claus on it or whatever, I automatically think, okay, I ain't buying that because it's probably stale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like on that. sale. And you like, okay, they done marked this 70%, you know, reduce it by 70% um, <laughs> from the original price. But with you saying that, that also goes to me thinking, usually right after Christmas, oh my God, here come all the sales. Yes. The stuff that you just purchased for full price is 80% off. Oh my gosh. That's the worst feeling when you bought it full price too. <laughs> and you didn't necessarily need it, but you wanted it. And you know, there are things that we purchase that we want. You're just like, wait a minute, 80% off? What's going on? I mean, that's wait. a tip too for people like, let's say you're listening to this and you really do like to really get into the decorating and go over the top, It's ways you can do it without putting a serious dent in your pocket. And one of the ways yeah. that I do it is, like, I, I like to collect snowmen, the little snowmen with the little rosy cheeks, and I like to collect little gingerbread-themed stuff for Christmas. I like to go to places like Hobby Lobby or wherever, and I go after Christmas when all mm-hmm. that stuff is marked down. And I yes. get it for 60, 70, 80, sometimes 90% off when they're just trying to get rid of it so they can fill the shelves with other stuff. And I use that for next year. And, you yeah. know, by the time next year comes, I've almost like forgotten I got this little, you know, Christmas trinket or whatever. So it's kind of like something brand new for my house, mm-hmm. but I'm not buying it at that full price. So yeah. that's my little trick for that. I, I like that idea. So somewhat having an idea of this is what I'm going to purchase. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe something of like creating a budget. Mm-hmm. So you know these are things that I'm going to purchase now. And then maybe I can get some of the other things a little bit later to prepare for the next year. So yes. that that could just be something because when you start going to the stores, you're like, oh, I don't necessarily need it, but it's you know, 70, 80 percent off. I could this didn't cost me a lot and I I could use it for the for the next year. So um one question I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. is if you, you're thinking of that things for, for things for your house, how mm-hmm. do you deal with gifts for loved ones and family? Because what I have learned, kind of like what you said, sometimes people can take the entire man out of Christmas. And it's all about gift giving when I think we should shift our focus to maybe spending more time with our loved ones and not mm-hmm. always about gifts. Oh my goodness. So with regard to that, I know with the boys, I always just try to like 
you know, remind them of the true meaning of Christmas, of the importance of giving. I'm I'm really trying to shape their minds around the idea of experiences rather than gifts that Mm. you, you play, you open it one day and you're playing with it for a week and then it's in the corner and you've already forgotten about it. Yeah. And and I knew that was something I needed to talk to my kids about when I, because every now and again, like I buy them things that they want off their list. But then sometimes I'll see stuff while I'm shopping and be like, oh, they were like this and just get it. Mm-hmm. And some of those are things that kind of just sit still in the box. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, y'all got gifts you haven't even opened yet. Puzzles and things. I mean, I've yeah. re-gifted, re-gifted things for kids' birthdays. Like if it's unopened and brand new, you know, I feel like I can go shopping in my own house sometimes. So that's <laughs> when I knew I had to get a handle on things. Mm. It's so easy to get out of hand. Yes, it is. And I think for the kids, it's one thing, you know, their kids, they're going to want things that they see from magazines, from commercials on TV, or even just talking with their friends. Mm-hmm. But then you also have the adults who may still think like the children. <laughs> and so, sometimes you're just like, okay, um, you know, I can buy these things for you, but do you really need this? Is mm-hmm. it just a want? I, I'm with you, Kristen. I would rather spend my money on experiences, get the kids, you know, things. Darren and I, we don't, we don't buy each other Christmas gifts anymore. Mm-hmm. I would rather take a trip or yes. do an experience. I don't need a gift that I don't necessarily, uh, will, or won't necessarily use, but I'd love to go to dinner one night, even if it's mm-hmm. after Christmas or, you know, do an activity that, we both haven't done or we want to try so the gifts are fine like we used to buy each other things back in the day Mm -hmm. a purse a coat and I'm like eventually either that stuff goes out of style or you don't necessarily need it anymore and then what do you do with it it's like how many purses can you buy how many pairs of slippers do I need (laughs) you know it's I don't know it just really think about what it is you know you need versus what you want me yeah. I mean it's probably not, it's not for everybody but I'm like you I'd rather have the vacation or the trip or you mm-hmm. know I don't I guess it's from you know just growing up or whatever there's not really too much of a need anymore for me to have something sitting under the tree yeah. And you wake me up on Christmas morning and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, January 17th, we go into Maui. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> rock out with that. I would love Yeah. That. And I know everyone is is not thinking that same way, but I think, um, you know, as, as we start to get older, I'm kind of shifting my mindset. I would rather spend time with people that I enjoy being around. Mm-hmm. And maybe doing some experiences. And I'm I'm not saying not to buy gifts because I think it's nice, but it doesn't have to be these, these elaborate gifts. I, I don't need mm-hmm. that anymore. Like it, it everybody needs to be mindful about like what is doable and what is a stretch. And sometimes yeah. the holiday season can be can kind of distort, you know, what constitutes a stretch. Mm-hmm. Or you feel like, okay, you only live once. Let's do this. 
but then you get that hangover. Like, I think, I forget what day it is in January. It's called, like, Blue Monday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where people are, like, coming to the realization that, you know, maybe I overdid it. Or mm-hmm. if, if you tend to not buy things with cash and you put things on credit, that's Ooh. the time those bills start rolling in. Like, yes. you know, re- really try to, like, keep keep your uh keep things in perspective (laughs) yeah and and how many times have we been in situations where we buy things that we really can't afford but we're buying gifts from other people for ourselves you know for our kids and like you said you turn around and 30 days later it's like well that bill is due I knew I couldn't afford it but I spent it anyway Mm -hmm. see I mean there's little methods that people can use. Like I know, um, I know one girl, she, for Christmas, like, and I mean, maybe she's conditioned her kids this way. So if you got kids that wouldn't go for it, then, you know, that's, I I don't know what to tell you, but (laughs) she, she like does this thing where she buys her kids, like four, like categories of gifts, something you can wear, something you can play with, something you can learn from, and I forget what the other thing is or whatever. But she kind of keeps it within that parameter. Mm-hmm. Just so you're not, like, just being wasteful and just, you know, conspicuous consumption. Like, just give me everything. I want it all. Because, I mean, I used to work for a retailer, and I'm a marketing major. Mm-hmm. I know the measures that <laughs> that these retailers will go to to put you in a certain mind. Mind frame. I mean, marketing is all about the psychology of trying to get people to to have a purchasing experience. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and what better time to do that when people are inebriated and intoxicated by the magic of Christmas? <laughs> you know, smoke and mirrors everywhere. <laughs> so no, that's you know, a good point. Wits about you. <laughs> yeah, that that is a good point. I like the idea of what you you're describing. I think I saw something on Pinterest one year where it was um, three boxes that were made into a snowman. So you had a mm-hmm. bottom a bottom um, box that was a little bit bigger, the middle size, and then the, the top. And it was three tiers. And very similar to what you're describing, it was the top one, the top box kind of held like a, an experience or a gift card. Mm-hmm. Um, the middle one was like some type of electronic if, if your kids were into it. And then the bottom portion was something they could wear if it's a coat or, um, you know, an outfit, some shoes or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And that, find, you know, helps you just kind of keep, keep things in line so you don't go overboard, overspend. And mm-hmm. I love that idea. I think I ended up buying the boxes for the snowman. And I, I think we used something very similar for Brielle that year. Oh, that's that's so cute. I've seen that on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a great idea to keep things, um, you know, keep you within the range so you don't go too crazy. I mean, um, if you if you have a big family, sometimes, you know, maybe instead of everybody feeling pressure to buy something for everyone, I mean, that can get expensive. Maybe mm-hmm. do a drawing. You know, 
Yes. Like that. This year, I'm going to be buying gifts for so-and-so or whatever. You know, it's way to work around it. That we did one year is we pulled names. Mm-hmm. Instead of you buying a gift for every single person, you would pull a name and you would be responsible for getting that person a gift. And you could come up with ideas yourself or you could ask, you know, someone that was close to that person um, just to get some ideas. And that worked out pretty well. Again, you know, it can get expensive when you're trying to buy something for everyone in the family, especially if you have a large family. Yes. But just buying that one gift and kind of making a little bit more special and you could spend a little bit more because you really only had just one person to per- purchase for or maybe two people instead of, you know, 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a good point. I want to talk about, because uh, we, we are kind of hitting on it a little bit, family in relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think there, again, the holidays are the time that you're supposed to get with your loved ones your family members, your friends that you consider family, just people that you enjoy spending time with. But here's a question I have. The family members that you just like, no, I, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I read an article that said, <laughs> I can't stand my family. I was like, well, dang, that's kind of harsh. But, <laughs> but a lot that's of true. out here. Realistic. Right? Dreading going home for the holidays. Yeah. I think it's it's realistic and there are people who have those thoughts I don't think there's anything wrong with it mm-hmm. I mean if you don't want to spend time with your fam, just because they're your family doesn't mean that they should get your time if you don't enjoy the company mm-hmm. but you know there are people who suck it up and still you know I just want to get through this day let me just get through this day yes and go back to the norm uh, it's so important to remember um, to remember those boundaries when you're yeah. around those certain family members that just kind of make you tick. And yeah. um, I think it pays to sort of, you know, I it might sound a little bit crazy woo-woo, but sometimes before I step into certain situations, I have to meditate on them for a little bit. Yeah. Just so, just so I'm not entering the situation all willy nilly, and then my response to stuff is willy nilly. Because yeah. if you remember that, you know, you can't control what other, what comes out of other people's mouth, what True. they say to you, what they gonna ask you, or whatever. But if you can, like, you know, turn within and remember that you have agency over your own body and your reactions to things or whatever. Don't feel bad about exiting a a conversation with, like, Mm -hmm. you know, nosy auntie that's like, you know, well, when you gonna bring a man home? Or, (laughs) oh, you didn't gain some weight, you know? Just try to say, okay, you know what? I'm determined to have a good time this holiday, so I'm not gonna let this ruin it. And don't engage. You do not have to engage. You can always turn your attention towards something else. Or if they're getting too much into your business, turn it around on them. People have a tendency to get a little bit quiet when you ask about them. How yep. you doing? It's enough about me. How you doing, Aunt Betty? <laughs> All of a sudden, Aunt Betty, like, you know what? Something burning in the kitchen. Let me go. Right. <laughs> exactly. Great point. Kind of flip it on them. Mm-hmm. Let them know. Nope. 
So, Kristen, you go on the nice route, like, oh, you know, we'll just figure out a way to maneuver. Listen, this is me. Mm-hmm. If your family is truly unpleasant or unhealthy for you, you can decline. Don't go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can decline and say, no, I'm I'm not doing this this You're year. Not even and, the situation. Exactly. And and maybe the next year might be something different. But I don't think we should be put in a place where we have to do or we feel obligated to do things, especially when it's not going to bring us joy. No, I won't be there this year. It's plain and simple. There you go. <laughs> and and so, it probably so won't sit well. This is the time to remember that, that no is a complete sentence. You can determine your boundaries. Um, I think when when we, as adults, for example, we sometimes can revert back to our old roles. Adult children are no longer acting like adults when they get around some of their family members. They want to feel like, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful. I think it's fine for you to speak up for yourself and say, no, this is not what I'm going to do. Or no, I'm not going to, you know, be present. Mm-hmm. And just just go from there. Uh, I think it's healthy to do that. Because if is. not, then it's just like, that's your, your mental peace being disturbed. That's really like kind of going into yourself or remembering that you're an adult. Because sometimes it's yeah. easy for... um you know, for some people, especially like if you look at somebody like me, I'm like the baby sibling of the family, sort of accustomed to like being that youngest person and being told what to do. It's my my experience in, in really owning my adulthood was a little bit delayed, actually. Um, it's so important to remember that you are an adult. And sometimes mm-hmm. it can be easy to revert back to that, you know, that child that's like, oh, your your bedroom is just the way I left it, mm-hmm. you know, and people still treating you like you're 10 years old when you about to be 42 in December. Mm-hmm. Now, I may or may not be talking about myself, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's just so important to remember, like, I've had to, you know, remind people plenty of times, like, dude, I have gray hair. I have two mm. children. I'm a yes. grown up. Like yes. you know, just you can't you can't talk to me a certain way. You just can't right. do it. And again, Don't. you can say that without being disrespectful, but you also can make sure that you're just standing up for yourself. Yes, because the holidays sometimes will bring the worst out of people. I yes, know it's be a joyous time, but oh my gosh, it people it's just like okay, no. This is this is unacceptable. Why are you like this? It's supposed to be the holidays. I so. can, and I always preface this by saying, you know, I um, you know, I went to a liberal arts college. You know, I'm more into the humanities than I ever was into the sciences. I can't diagnose nobody, but let's just say people with narcissistic tendencies. And some some people will say, you know, the word narc and narcissist is overused. I agree with that. It is. You know, given the clinical description of it based on how, or versus how people use it. But given what I know, dealing with people with narcissistic personality disorder, they have a tendency toward leaving their mark, mm. to put it lightly, <laughs> on special occasions and holidays. 
And that is where <laughs> you get these people that is like, why are you worse on Christmas? Yeah. Why Why are you messing up so-and-so's birthday? Yeah. Why are you cutting up at Tony and Tina's wedding? What's your problem? <laughs> What's going yes. on? It's not about you. So ooh, well, then, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, but Kristen, what you said, I've also seen the opposite. And so you may have some people that have been not so nice throughout the, the year, but mm-hmm. then when the holidays come, they want to bring peace. Like, <laughs> nah, keep that same energy. <laughs> you know, we we want everything to be good so we can get together for the holidays. I'm like, no. Why can't you do this before the holidays arrive? Because in July you was tripping and that's why we don't want to come in December. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're not coming. You know, you tripping all, you know, winter, spring, summer, and then yeah. all of a sudden Christmas coming. It's like gather around. <laughs> like, child, don't nobody want to come to your house. There you go. No. <laughs> You have been so mean, and all of a sudden, you want people to show up to eat your turkey? No, we're not doing that. Oh man, this is this is this is a trip. So, we've covered, um, I think I read somewhere it was five holiday stressors. We started off with excessive eating and drinking and being, you know, making sure you're cautious of that. Then, we talked about, you know, the overcommitment, making sure. You're not putting that on unwarranted stress on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, then we mentioned, you know, the financial pieces of it and things that you could do so you're not going overboard. Just mentioned about the family and the relationships and how sometimes people can use the holidays as excuses to be nice after they done showed their color for the, the entire year. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to, you know, cover the, the last one that we had is around the negative emotions. And so mm-hmm. we know that the holiday season can sometimes trigger sadness and grief, especially yes. if you've lost some, you know, loved ones and close ones. But um, I think I read somewhere where it said, you know, accepting the reality and not fighting it might help, mm-hmm. um, you know, finding a way to deal with the sadness and the grief, if that's a new tradition uh, without the people that are no longer with you, but then find a way to kind of cope with those if that spending time with the people that are still here that are important yeah. to your life might be uh, another way. So just, mm-hmm. you know, lo- using some of those techniques to kind of not be around, um, you know, being sad and, and grieving. Yeah, because the holidays can be really rough with regard to that, especially, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you have people that lost a loved one and now, they're experiencing their first holiday without them yeah or you know i have people that have lost you know loved ones on those holidays around those holidays right before Mm. so they're dealing with that and i mean it can be a lot and i mean i think it would do the do the world so much good if people were just you know mindful of people who are grieving during this time yeah Uh, people who maybe the holidays aren't such a happy time for them holidays bring back bad memories or whatever just being cognizant of all that and that's why I put so much emphasis on the season of giving and thinking outside of your own stuff and your own schedule 
what you're cooking, what you're buying, what you're doing, da 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 da. And you know, think about the people around you who, because I mean, we talk about all these things that we're trying to be mindful of, but there are some people just, you know, forget trying to get along with family and, you know, trying to watch your weight and all this stuff. Some people just be trying to get through the day. Yeah. And I, I just remember, I think I was talking to you about it offline about this conver- conversation I overheard at work mm-hmm. where this girl was just so taken aback by people that could care less about the holidays and mm. don't do all the things that she and her family does. You know, they don't do, you know, a Christmas photo shoot every year and and all of these things. And she was just so surprised and whatever. And it's like, girl, like, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yes. And you acting so taken aback and surprised and feeling sorry and disappointed for these people because they don't have a Christmas cookie bake off every year is not helping. Yeah. And, and one other thing, um, you know, kind of going into what you just mentioned. So you have, um, you can start, people can start feeling that they, they're lonely. They may have people around them, Mm -hmm. but if they have lost a a loved one or a really close uh, friend or, or anything of that sort, the holidays can be a little bit harsh for them and they can start feeling, you know, very lonely. Um, They don't want to do anything. They don't want to go anywhere. So if that does happen, I would say give people their space, Mm -hmm. maybe find a way to try to incorporate them and, you know, include them in some things. But if that's not what they want to do, just let them have their peace. Yeah. Just give them a choice. Give people an option. Yeah. Don't like, you know, obligate people or you know we, we touched on the point about overcommitment. you yeah. know there's there's an element in there of people who try to get you to overcommit pressure yeah. you try mm-hmm. to you know to tell you what they think you need you need to be around people come around us yeah. maybe they don't want to do that and there's nothing wrong with saying hey if you're up to it we'd like to invite you to here or come do this and let them make that decision yes. and not get offended when they don't show up. Like you don't know what people are dealing with. So let them, again, mm-hmm. let them be at peace with their decision. You make the offer, let them make the decision. That's don't right. make it for them. Oh um, man. You, I mean, you put down about practicing self-compassion, you know. Mm-hmm. Self-compassion, compassion for others. Just, oh my God. I, I think it's the season like where empathy is needed. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes, it, it is. It, it's so, the retailers and just like everything will just have you so wrapped up in this mm-hmm. holiday. And before you know it, you're, you're like, you know, experiencing greed and envy. Yeah. And like yeah. all of the the deadly sins when you should be like experiencing the virtues, the joy and all of that stuff. So yeah, it it, it, can be really hard to navigate around negative emotions that arise around the holidays. There's people in need, there's people that need help. Yeah. Just, uh, I think it goes back to turning outward, Nina. That's all I can say. <laughs> it it could be it could be helpful, you know, just doing a, a kind gesture for someone else. 
because another be thing helpful. about the holidays that I always hear, um, it, there is, um, you know, a rise in people experiencing depression, yes. people having suicidal ideations mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, there's a whole side to this that people don't even consider. So, you know. Because it can be too much. Mm-hmm. The holidays can be too much and it can be very difficult. So I'm thinking if you are feeling some of those overwhelmed feelings, I think it's okay to talk with someone. And if you don't talk with someone from a professional standpoint, you could probably call a friend or a family mm-hmm. member, someone that you trust and maybe talk through some of those things and, and kind of expressing. And even if that person doesn't have any suggestions, it might be nice just to talk with them just to get things off your chest. Yes, yes. And again, and then I'm going to say too, don't be afraid to, because, you know, you another thing, and this can, can weigh either on the really good side or the bad side for some people. But one mm-hmm. word that you see thrown around all the time during the holidays is tradition. Oh, <laughs> and it, can, it can be, it can be good because you got traditions that give you warm fuzzies and make mm-hmm. you feel good about doing every year. And then there are those traditions that you feel pressure about every year. Yes. And yes. I would say if needed, do not be afraid to shirk tradition. If mm-hmm. you want to skip, you know, a Christmas thing that you've been dreading and you feel pressure to go to, but you would rather go on a vacation, I'll venture to tell you, go ahead and go on that little vacation. It might be yes. just what you need. It exactly. might <laughs> you might not need to be at Aunt Bertha's house this year choking down some dry turkey. You it's maybe you want to be at the luau on Christmas Day, you know? So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And so that may start a new tradition. Yes. And maybe you say, hey, you know, every year. We take a family trip. Um, we're we're at a time now where there's so much access that we have mm-hmm. and we can start new things with loved ones, with friends. Um, hey, I'm like, if you start a tradition that your family normally doesn't invite them to yes. engage in a new tradition. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do things the same way just because the holidays are approaching. Mm-mm. There, there is room for newness. <laughs> yes. yes. Room. yes. Don't let anybody yes. tell you any difference. <laughs> yes. So I am curious to see if any of our listeners will do anything differently this year. Maybe there's something that we said that triggered you to say, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll try that. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to stick with the same traditions, that's fine, too. But we just wanted to bring this episode to life. And let people know, you know, again, the holidays are supposed to be a joyous time, but they may not be for everyone. And if mm-hmm. there are things that you don't want to do, I think it's okay to have a different outlook on it. You may not have to do the same things that you've been doing every single Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. Christmas. And you know what I wanted to throw in there too? I was I, I was going to say it during the... Um excessive eating and, and drinking segment but I wanted to say although our show is called Coffee and Cocktails I want to remind everyone to drink responsibly during this holiday Please. season now Please. me and Nina have our cocktails but it is always in a controlled environment yeah and, and, we and usually we... do it after we done recording Nina I know me I usually plop down and go to sleep 
as soon as we get finished, I'm going to bed. And that's how I've been every single one. And usually the cocktails that we have during our episode recordings, that's usually mm-hmm. just the cocktail that I have. If it's just once a week, I might slip in another glass of wine towards the end of the week, depending on what kind of week it is. Yeah. But it's not the excessive um, drinking. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I'm spending my time thinking about, oh, what can we bring to the listeners? What kind of cocktails can we make? So that takes yes. time mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm just trying to prepare. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You know, just drink responsibly, especially during the holiday season. Indeed. I was going to say it for anybody, because that's another, I'm just going to throw this in real quick. People dealing with uh, sobriety mm-hmm. during the holidays. Sometimes this can be the time when people might fall by the wayside and get caught up like partying and stuff like that and feel like dang they're like teenage peer pressure to be like oh just have just one whatever and so my little tip for people if you want to look like you having a cocktail but you're not really but you just want people around you to shut the hell up about whether you're drinking something (laughs) (laughs) Uh, cranberry juice club soda with a slice of lime in it a mocktail pass at you know you really drinking spritzer People might think you having a, a a gin and cranberry or whatever. Everybody don't need to know. But if if you're just wanting people to just leave you alone about it, that's your little disguised drink. That's a really great point because just about everything that we have made can turn into a mocktail when you don't have the alcohol part of it. You know, you don't have your yes. spirits in the drink. But um, I mean, if you want to be social and you don't want to drink. You know, make you a glass or make a mocktail. Mm-hmm. And for the too. people out here in the world, pressure people to drink because you drinking. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's the message. <laughs> That's it, right? Stop. <laughs> well, I know we normally have a quote at the end of our episodes, but I don't have one. Kristen, you got oh. one? Because I don't have one. Oh my goodness! You know, I wish I had like make a quote off of the top of my head, but maybe we could just like make up a quote, and it's the Kristen and Nina quote. But um, I guess you know, we hope that you spend your season, you know, your holiday season, uh, you know, focusing on joy and happiness, creating memories, whether it is older traditions or creating new traditions. And, um, you know, just enjoy the holiday season, I guess. Anything well, else gonna, to add, Nina? I'm going to wrap up what you said in a simple sentence. Best wishes for a peaceful and joyous <laughs> holiday season. Yes, and ma'am. have a calm and happy new year. Indeed. <laughs> and we will be back at the top of the year with season two so we again greatly appreciate it thank you all for listening this kind of wraps up our season one again this is like a special episode that we snuck in there um thank you again for for all of your support remember to follow us on instagram and facebook coffee to cocktails podcast and just look out for you know some of the material that we have for season two because it's on its way 
Yes, indeed. <laughs> Happy holidays, <All> right. everyone. <laughs> Happy holidays, and we will be speaking with you all at the top of the year. All right. Bye, y'all. All right. Good night.